Oh, what is the upskis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are on episode 20, and this is going to be a fun Raw, at least, because it's a Halloween edition of Raw, and that's always good. So hopefully everybody had uh, a decent Halloween. It rained uh, here where I, I live on Halloween night, not like I was out there getting candy anyway, but um, I would have if it, if it wasn't, like, unacceptable for adults to go door-to-door asking for candy. But, I mean, it's Reese's. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I'll do almost anything for a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Don't get me wrong, but... Anyway, so hopefully everybody had a good week. Uh, it is now the weekend. Hallelujah. Uh, got through another week. Hopefully everyone's week was decent. And, well, not just decent. I hope it was fantastic. Okay, so let's do a couple plugs before we get into the weekly review that was. Uh, make sure you guys go check the descriptions down below. Go check out the YouTube channel. I finished off... Resident Evil 3 for my Halloween October Let's Play, so you can go over there and check that out. Disco Elysium is still ongoing, and a new game uh, is going to be started on the YouTube channel very soon. I will leave that up to you to go figure out what game that's going to be, so go over at the YouTube channel, links down below, and all that good stuff. Also, of course, as always, make sure you're checking out the previous episodes. Uh, I, I talked about, what fucking game did I talk about this week? Uh, the Sims, I believe, on PS2 discuss that game a uh, very important game to my gaming uh history life one of the most important games uh growing up for me i know it's a little weird not everybody loves the sims but i'm one of the weird guys out there that i absolutely loved the sims growing up so loved talking about that game uh, going down memory lane <clears throat> the nostalgia was fantastic so go back there check out the sims episode i would really appreciate that and of course make sure you're liking telling everybody about the podcast okay enough of the shameless plugs let's get into the week that was in wrestling um so we're gonna start out as always with monday night raw they were in texas god damn texas oh that's that's uh money man you're you got a halloween a monday night raw on halloween and they're in dallas texas so that's that's a that's a double whammy so raw kicks off with bianca belair versus nikki cross nikki comes out she's all jittery she's crazy yes my crazy Nikki is back, baby. And Bianca's looking like she's a little scared, a little nervous, uh, unsure of um, how to handle Nikki Cross. So nice job there from Bianca selling the new character. Nikki is going create uh, absolutely crazy. Bianca is concerned, like I said. Damage control comes down. Nikki beats all of them down, but Bianca catches her with the KOD for the W. So looks like Nikki Cross has no friends. Does not. She is just insane. She's going to attack anybody and everything. Um, I, I I liked the match. It was solid. Enjoyed the character develop uh, character development for Nikki Cross. How she was freaking out Bianca. She's going crazy. If you haven't seen Nikki Cross before, this is how she acted in NXT. And briefly, when she made her call up, she went through a couple gimmick changes. Didn't work. Now she's back to her original, and I like it. Bailey and crew jump Bianca after the match. Asuka and Alexa Bliss run down for the save. And the good gals stand strong. Solid start to the show. Definitely going to be a lot of shenanigans in the last woman standing match at um, Crown Jewel. With all these, all these women are more than likely going to get involved with it. I don't know what, the only thing that is up in the air is like what role is Nikki Cross going to have in this. Bliss challenges Dakota and Io for a t for a tag team title match later on tonight. Oh snap, that will be neat. 
Okay, next up, you got Bobby Lashley. He's getting interviewed. Brock Lesnar is late for his part of the interview. Typical Brock. Bobby calls Bobby calls Brock a Lashley wannabe. That just, oh, he shouldn't have said that. Brock's music hits. And here he is. It's Brock Lesnar. The crowd is hot for Brock. Brock's got his freaking cowboy hat on, so Texas loves that. Brock wants to get some of that ass. Bobby is pissed. Mike is off. Shades are off. And here comes Bobby Lashley. Interview's over. Let's get it on, King. They get it on. They, they fighting. They're just a little bit. Not too much fighting. The locker room pours out, trying to separate the two behemoths. It's pure fucking carnage. Triple H comes out. And oh boy, he's yelling. He's pointing. It's, it's not a good thing when Triple H is yelling and pointing. So... I imagine they get separated, and looks like these two are going to be getting into a rivalry. So, going to be a really, the hossiest of hoss fights, that's for sure. These are two very, very big men going at it. Next, you got a singles match, a non-title singles match. Austin Theory going up against Seth freaking Rollins. Seth has added some blonde highlights in his hair. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. I think he should go rather just go full blonde or stick with the brown, bro. Like, I don't like the little highlights in there. You got to go full. You got to go all in if you're going to do it, bro. But let's just, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Seth with all blonde hair. I don't know if he's ever had it in the WWE. I know he definitely had it when he was in Ring of Honor. He had some blonde hair, and I think he looks good. But anyway, Seth hits two nice dives, but not the third dive. Theory counters that one. They trade a bunch of pins, very nicely done. Theory nails a loud punch and that cool neck backbreaker thing, really like that move. Theory gets cocky, tries to hit the pedigreed on Seth frickin', but no way, Jose. Seth counters that, hits the stomp for the W. Hell yeah, man, that was a really good match, lots of counters, really good pace to the match as well. Theory looked great, and of course, Seth Rollins is always great. Uh, he, he looked good in there with uh, the two have good chemistry in the ring together. I really like the match. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Give us a few more Seth versus Theory matches and we can show off how good Theory is in the ring. And then people are going to start taking this guy a little bit more seriously, I would imagine. I'm a fan of Theory. I think he's great. Uh, he's got a good, good, uh, good mic skills. He's really solid in the ring. I would say good in the ring. He's quite good. I, I enjoy his matches in the ring. I think he's good, man. I, I like Austin Theory. Roman Reigns now. He is out. He is here with Paul Heyman. They are making their way to the ring. Dallas, Texas acknowledges Roman Reigns. Very good stuff. I love the acknowledge me stuff from Roman Reigns, man. I think it's so good. Okay. He says he's got the boys out working on getting themselves more Usy. So there you go. They they made a little just a little uh, shot at the Usy thing from last week. Made me giggle. So I got to give that a thumbs up. Good job, Roman. Roman says he ain't gonna hype up the match against Logan Paul because he's fucking trash and he's only had two matches in the WWE. But Paul Heyman will hype it up. Oh yeah, Paul is doing his thing and then The Miz shows up. He interrupts Roman. Roman's reaction to The Miz coming out is absolutely hilarious. He's like, what the, the fucking Miz? Like, what the hell? That made me laugh, so I gotta give that a thumbs up. Uh, what you want, Miz? He acknowledges the tribal chief. That's a good move. Smart. Good Good. Good start. Uh, he offers his help to Roman because he's lost to Logan Paul before. So he says he has some sort of uh, experience fighting Logan Paul. He, The Miz claims that Logan Paul's right hand is legit and something to be afraid of. 
Miz wants to help neutralize Logan Paul, but he wants something in return, of course. Roman is offended that they ain't take they ain't talking about Roman knocking Logan Paul out with his punch, and he goes ahead and knocks out the Miz with a Superman punch. Uh, that is the first time I think I've seen anyone get knocked out with the Superman punch. And no man fears your punch, Roman, because you haven't won a match with it in eight years. And whenever you use it, you have to use like 15 of them. No one, you never win with it. So it's just a muffin of a punch. But they're going to try and beef up the punch a little bit for this match. But whatever, man. The Superman punch is, I'm done. I'm done with the Superman punch. Let's stop. Let's just, okay. Roman and Paul are outie. Reigns screaming and yelling. He's all hyped up. Getting ready for his big old match this Saturday. Oh, God. I'm just happy the Logan Paul thing is is will be over with soon. But Roman and Heyman are doing the best they can with it. I, I enjoyed the segment. It was entertaining. I just... I just don't like the look of having, like, even Roman saying, you know, a guy that's had two WWE matches, he's a fucking YouTube celebrity, and we're gonna have this guy going up against the most dominant WWE champion we've had in, like, 30 years, and if Roman doesn't just stomp this guy in eight seconds, it's gonna be, uh, it's not gonna be good. But I like this segment, so I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. The Miz is backstage, he's getting interviewed, he wants his match canceled tonight against Mustafa Ali. I mean, that's pretty fair. He was he was knocked out about eight seconds ago, so he's he's got a legitimate reason to not want to fight. Mustafa Ali shows up. He makes a tiny balls joke. Um, you know, kind of fell flat in, on, on me anyway. It just seems kind of forced with Mustafa. He doesn't have that confidence, you know. It just kind of comes off um, scripted and, and just, yeah, not very good. Now we got a singles match. Damian Priest with the Judgment Day versus Carl Anderson with the OC. Carl drops Dominic with a punch. That made me laugh. Anderson gets a sneaky backslide pin for the win over Priest. Um, pretty okay match. Uh, it was short. It was a short match, but it was all right. Anderson is immediately jumped by the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley with a low blow to Gallo. She's really got beef with Gallo's for such so just fucking hate you in particular. She really wants to get punched in the face by the OC, but not going to happen. Judgment Day attacks. Beat the shit out of the OC. I have a small amount of excitement for the match at Crown Jewel. I mean, it should be fine. You got AJ Styles. You got very sound wrestlers in the ring. It's just like, it's just going to be kind of there for me, I think, on Crown Jewel. Like, the match is going to happen. It's more than likely going to be like a 6 out of 10 kind of match. Not bad. Not great. Not good. But it's just going to kind of be there. That's my prediction. And yes, I will be doing uh, my predictions for the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. I will not miss that. It'll be later on in this episode. Next up, you got MVP with Omos. Oh my god, why are we doing this? Talk, he's talking about Braun and the match he's going to have with Omos at Crown Jewel. I am putting a 100% guarantee on this. Uh, Omos versus Braun Strowman. It will be the worst match of the show without question. I am expecting a one, possibly even a negative uh, match out of these two. It's going to be terrible. Uh, I have the lowest of expectations going into that match, so they have the opportunity to blow me away. Maybe they get a 4 out of 10. We'll have to wait and see. I know it's going to be fucking trash, though. Not looking forward to it. The only thing I'm looking forward to about that match is to see how actually bad it's going to be. It's going to be bad. It's going to be very bad. Next, you got JBL. He is in the ring. He's talking about a whole bunch of Texas stuff. Crowd is losing it. They're loving it. They're just eating it all up until JBL calls them snowflakes. And the heat is on. 
it's on the i'm not gonna sing it uh so jbl getting the heat that made me laugh so <laughs> gotta give gotta give jbl a thumbs up there he is he is a great heel he obliterates the crowd just chirping millennials and how soft people are yeah how the softness has ruined texas and honestly, I think he's a little bit right on the nose there. Uh, so much so, the crowd is basically silenced by the truth that JBL is laying down on them. Well done, JBL. I got to give you a little clap there and a thumbs up. Well done. You silenced Texas. That's crazy. Now Baron comes out. Baron Corbin comes out. Uh, now that the crowd is nice and warmed up, it's his turn to get on the mic. Gotta shout out Baron's outfit first off and foremost. This mutant is rocking a full-on tracksuit, is decked out with like tigers and like leaves. It's it's a special little outfit. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Now, Baron talks, but it is interrupted by Our Truth! Yeah! What's up? Truth says he loves the costumes absolutely hilarious. This pisses off JBL. He says they ain't wearing costumes. Uh, which is arguable. I mean, JBL's wearing a suit. It's a little baggy. It looks a little unfitting. J uh, Baron Corbin is wearing one of the most outrageous tracksuits I've seen this decade. So, I mean, just great stuff from our truth as always. Um, truth says that JBL is dressed like a pissed off, out of touch old man. Again, makes me laugh. Got to give that a thumbs up. What a chirp. Truth gets beat down, but it was worth it. That was a good little segment right there. Thumbs up for that. Now we got a trick or street fight. Matt Riddle going up against Otis. Riddle is out there with Elias, and Otis is out there with Chad Gable. So, got some pumpkins, got some candy, we got some fucking Halloween esque things around the ring. That's what makes it a trick or street fight. Riddle is dressed as Ezekiel. That's a letdown. I mean, come on. I didn't. I'm not, who likes this? Who fucking liked Ezekiel? Like, get the hell out of here. Gable comes out to chirp the crowd. He is dressed as the legend. Patrick Swayze, Chip and Dale's edition. And it is fucking awesome. And to top it off, Otis comes out dressed up as Chris Farley, Chip and Dale's edition. This is the perfect costume. Are you kidding me? They came out and I was like, I, I don't think there could have been a better costume for those two fucking nailed it double thumbs up for the costumes well done fucking what is their name alpha academy well done oh my goodness and on top of that they're oiled up it's outrageous Corey says otis is the thing nightmares are made of that made me bust out laughing Corey graves nice zinger right there my man there's candy and pumpkins everywhere. Otis pulls off the worm. It's been a while since we've seen that. Otis, I think it's called the caterpillar, right? I'm pretty sure that's what he's called. I was talking with my wife about that. We couldn't, it's been so long. I'm pretty sure it's called the caterpillar. Anyway, Otis takes a nice whack on the back with a candy corn kendo stick. Ouch, that looked painful. Gable just minding his own business. Eats a knee from Elias. He goes crashing through a table. That was hilarious. Giving that a thumbs up. Good spot right there. Elias puts a pumpkin on Otis. Uh, Riddle nails the RKO. They kind of fuck up the timing on it, but whatever. I don't care. Riddle wins. Uh, there we go. Now, that felt more like a Halloween-themed uh, thing. Like, I feel like up until this point, is a little bit of a lacking on the Halloween-ness. Like, yeah, they got 
the the I don't know Halloween themed things on their jumbotrons. Where I just feel like it wasn't quite enough. Anyway, the match was fun. I liked it. Seven out of ten, and an extra thumbs up for Alpha Academy's costume. And Otis looked like he was having a blast out there. It almost looked like old Heavy Machinery Otis, which is awesome. That was I loved Heavy Machinery Otis. That was some good shit. Got to see a little bit of that tonight out of out of him. So that was fun. Next up, got a singles match, The Miz versus Mustafa Ali, so he did not get his match cancelled. Miz claims his jaw is broken and his balls are massive. I have doubts about both of those things. Miz hits a big boot on Ali. Nice selling there from Ali, as always. Miz Hulk Hogan's his shirt, brother. Fight goes to the outside. Miz is grabbed by Dexter Loomis, who was in the crowd hiding. Miz escapes and so does Loomis. Back in the ring, a distracted, uh, distracted Miz is nailed with a super kick and the 450 splash from Ali, and the big win for Mustafa. Solid match. Ali was selling his ass off, almost overselling at time. I mean, it's the Miz. He's not like an insanely powerful wrestler or anything. He was selling like he was getting hit by the Undertaker or something, but whatever. Miz looked good as well. Next, you got the tell-all interview. Saxton talks with Johnny Gargano. They have a reenactment going on all with uh, Johnny Gargano playing all the characters in it. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Saxton doing his best impression of a serious investigative reporter. I, I liked it. <laughs> Gargano claims that Miz has been playing Loomis, uh, paying, sorry, uh, paying Loomis to stage the attacks. Oh, snap. That is a huge accusation, but that, that really does fit the mold of the Miz. Great segment, like the American Vandal, um, sorry, great segment, it kind of felt like the American Vandal show on Netflix, but without the spray-painted dicks. If anyone, uh, if you're looking for a great underrated show on Netflix and you haven't seen American Vandal, phenomenal show, and one of the funniest shows I've watched in a long time. Very, very funny show. There are two seasons of it, both of them are great, so if you haven't watched American Vandal, go check it out, it's, it's hilarious. Main event time, we got a tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Asuka and Bliss with Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky with Bailey. We get a nice stiff kick to the face of Bliss from Dakota. Woo, baby, that was stiff. Asuka gives Dakota a nice stiff backhand. Asuka misses a kick and her foot is hurt. Bliss off the hot tag, looking good. A flurry of offense topped with a coat red, so that was nice to see. EO nails the double knees in the corner on Asuka. Looked absolutely sickening, dude. Like, she got so much speed. Top speed, knees right in the face of Asuka. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Looked amazing. EO jumps into the knees of Asuka. She locks in the Asuka lock. Bailey distracts the ref. EO is tapping out, but the referee misses it. Things are breaking down. Bailey and Bianca fighting on the outside. Uh, on top of a platform, Bailey nails a huge Bailey to belly off the platform through a table. Holy shit, that's a thumbs up. Asuka hits the head kick, Bliss with the twisted Bliss, and no! <laughs> Women's Tag Team Champions, Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Hell of a match. Everyone looked really good, especially EO and the the Oscar segments were awesome. The match had some strong uh, had some strong style to it. EO is super stiff, man. I absolutely I could I love EO Sky, man. She is so fun to watch. I'm sad that Damage Control lost their titles, but I really enjoyed the match. I feel like 
I feel like Damage Control should still be the champions. I feel like they need the titles a lot more than Asuka and Bliss do, but still really enjoyed the match. 7.5 out of 10. Really good main event. Looking forward to the last women's standing match, but I would take a one-on-one Asuka versus uh, EO Sky match in a heartbeat. Just saying. Like, that. that's the money-making match right there out of all these women. Give me EO versus Asuka. One-on-one, no shenanigans. Just let them beat the fuck out of each other. That would be amazing. Now, for the Raw this week. Now, that's that's what I'm talking about, Raw. Really fun show with the benefits of Halloween. And, of course, they're in Texas, so always a good crowd there in Texas. I feel they could have stepped into the Halloween a little bit more, honestly. They they had it slightly decorated. I feel like they could have gone a little more with that. Not, not everybody was wearing costumes. I feel like if they had a nice costume party in the back, that would have been a lot of fun. I, I, I'll always recall the... One of the earliest episodes of SmackDown I ever watched was a Halloween episode. It was like 2002, 2003, and they had a big old Halloween party in the back. It was one of the best episodes of any wrestling program I've ever watched. I remember watching it on WWE On Demand way back in the day, and I watched that episode of SmackDown like like 10, 15 times. It was so fucking good. It was so funny, so much fun. They really, really laid into the Halloween thing felt like they could have gone a little more with it that's just me a couple of really good matches nothing bad honestly on this show they did as good of a job as they can to get me excited for crown jewel um i think this is the fourth one now possibly the fifth crown jewel uh most of them have been pretty fucking bad the last one was watchable at least so i'm hoping maybe they're getting a little bit better this will be the first one under triple h's rule so we'll see how it goes with crown jewel I really like the show. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Really good show. I, I would recommend you go check it out. It was a fun time. Texas is always great. Okay, who's next? What do we got next? Who's next? Where is it? Um, um, NXT. There it is. Got it. NXT 2.0. That show is kicking off with Braun Breaker. He barely gets any words out before pretty deadly interrupt. Uh, that was That's not who I was expecting to interrupt at all. I was expecting Apollo Crews, but... Pretty deadly or chirping brawn. They say they just can't handle him anymore. He's the absolute worst. That made me giggle. Braun does a terrible, an absolutely terrible British accent. It was so bad it made me laugh, so I guess that's good. Now Wes Lee comes out. Lots of champions in the ring right now. Wes and Braun discuss the lusciousness of Pretty Deadly's hair. They touch it. It's great. And on top of that, they also give them a nice big old tire pump. Like, what the hell is going on here? Pretty Deadly are all buttered up. They're fucking just loving it. We get a side belt check. Oosh, oosh, oosh. I I love that, man. Pretty Deadly, there's so much fun. If you're not down with Pretty Deadly, then you you just don't know what fun is. Made me laugh. Thumbs up for Pretty Deadly. They're just having a great time out there. But seriously, what's going on here? Oh, oh, okay, I get it. Braun and Wes want a shot at the titles. Damn it. Pretty Deadly are disappointed. How can it get any worse? What's up? It's our truth Oh my god, he's back again. Booker T is absolutely loving the what's up rap. He's all in. He's going, what's up? What's up? What's up? He's loving it, dude. So good. I love the opening to the show. Really funny stuff. Great opening. Thumbs up. Now we got a singles match. R-Truth versus Grayson Waller, of all people. Truth goes for the dive, and he crashes hard. Real hard on his back. Oh my goodness, he 
lands awkwardly. His knee takes a good smack. Uh, looked absolutely brutal, man. They go to a commercial break, and, and they come back, and yeah. Truth hurt his knee. He can't compete any longer. The match has to be called off. Fuck, man. That absolutely sucks. Like, R-Truth, come on. He's one of the most lovable guys of all time, and to see him get hurt really just really just sucks to see waller grabs a mic and he draws in the heat pretty pretty good stuff right there he claims he beat our truth but sadly truth just beat himself so there it is booker t is absolutely devastated he looks so fucking sad on commentary he couldn't even barely say a word he just looks absolutely dead inside so i i'm with you booker i, I didn't i didn't like seeing our truth get hurt either so that's really unfortunate now we got schism with their newest member they are being interviewed uh, excuse me they ask why Ava joined up with the schism. Well, it's because she got hurt. Joe Gacy was the only person who cared. He kept in contact with her, all that crap. They talk about togetherness and whatnot. I don't know, man. I was kind of... It was kind of better hearing Ava talk over Joe Gacy, so that's better. So I guess schism got slightly better because I just don't like Joe Gacy, man. I, I like the schism guys, the bald dude and the dude with that's not bald. I think those two are pretty decent. I'd rather hear them. It's just Joe Gacy. I, I, I honestly don't like him at all. Anyway, after that, we got Kiana James versus Thea Hale. Uh, Thea Hale is out there with Chase U, which is Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. Apparently, uh, Bodie of Chase U was released by the WWE. Aww. Um, uh, as far, that's what my wife told me. So that's really sad news. So that's not cool. Duke Hudson did not do as good of a job waving the Chase U flag as Bodie did. This is a sad day for Chase U, for sure. Duke helps out Thea by putting her feet up on the rope. The ref comes over to yell at Duke for cheating, but Andre Chase says, I got this. He flips out on Duke and ejects him from the match himself. That is a teachable moment. That was awesome. That made me laugh. Gotta give that moment a thumbs up. Very good stuff. Kiana hits the face slam for the W. Match was, man, it wasn't very good. And then out of nowhere, Dempsey comes out. He jumps Andre Chase. Duke runs down for the save, and he helps up Hale. So, uh, Hale and Duke lock eyes. Oh, dear. Are we going into a Duke Hudson and Thea Hale love story? I mean, it, it would be... I mean, maybe they're going to do it. I don't know how much I'm going to like that. But um, I just want Ch I just want Andre Chase flipping out on people. That's that's what makes Chase you awesome. So as long as, as, as long as Andre is still flipping out on people every week, I'll be happy. Now you got Mr. Stone. He interrupts Wesley and Braun's little broman they are having backstage. Stone says Vaughn Wagner is coming for him. Blah, blah, blah. Braun tells him to take a hike. And Mr. Stone ju does just that. Next, you got a singles match. Odyssey Jones versus Big Body Javi. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I haven't seen Odyssey Jones in apparently 10 months because he ruptured his patella and he's been gone for 10 months and now he is back. So, having a match here, let's see how we did. We get a very nice swinging slam from Odyssey for the W. Solid match back for Jones. Really good to see him back. He was sweating profusely before the match even began, so... Maybe his gas tank is a little depleted right now. He's going to have to get that that wrestling shape back into him. But I'm a fan of Odyssey Jones. I, I liked him in the whatever fucking competition they were in that he didn't win. Uh, Carmelo Hayes ended up winning that. I was rooting for Odyssey Jones, personally. I think he's cool. He, he kind of reminds me of... Now, if anyone knows... Um, what is it? Not Street Fighter. Not Tekken. 
It's not Tekken, is it? No, it's Virtual Fighter. Jeffrey, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, Odyssey Jones reminds me of Jeffrey from Virtual Fighter. If anyone gets it, thumbs up for you. You're a great person. Okay, so the match was fine. Uh, good to see him back. Now we got Mandy Rose's one-year anniversary celebration. She has been NXT Women's Champion for over a year now. That's uh, I don't think anyone really saw that one coming, but uh, congratulations. Um, they're in the ring now. The ring is decked out. They have slaves with beverages. It's really nice. Good job. Nice, nice looking place. Uh, Toxic Attraction talk nice about Mandy. They play a video tribute for her. Nice stuff. Mandy Rose gives a nice speech about how she was counted out and look at her now. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't fully count her out. I always, I just never thought she would be what she is. So yeah, shut me up. That's for sure. Good, good stuff. Then some smoke appears, and Alba Fire appears. Uh, she whoops poor, beautiful, innocent Gigi Dolan for no reason. Puts her through a table while Mandy watches. Alba says she's she's taken that title. That was a good segment. I really enjoyed that. Thumbs up. Uh, I would really like Alba Fire to be the champion. I think she's fantastic. Uh, she has the potential to maybe be a, a new Becky Lynch kind of thing. She's got the accent. She's got the fiery red hair. She's got the passion. She's got the fire. And I like her. So there you go. Um, blah, 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 blah. Where are we? Where are we? Okay, there it is. Apollo Crews is interviewed why he didn't come out at the beginning of the show. Yeah, what up with that? Um, I know, right? Like, what the hell, man? He says he was beaten to the punch by Pretty Deadly, so, like, just just come out there and interrupt them. Like, I don't know. Wagner shows up. He says he's also going after the NXT Championship. So we're more than likely going to be looking at a number one contenders match, Apollo versus Von Wagner, probably next week. See who's going up against Braun Breaker next. We get another weird message from that Scripps, Scripes guy. He says the fall is imminent or some crap. Moving on. Singles match now, Indy Hartwell versus Zoe Stocks with Nikita Lyons. Indy and Starks got, got into each other's face earlier on in the show, so they're going to fight about it. Zoe with some nasty chops on Indy. Whew, those are some good chops right there. Zoe struggling to keep her temper in check. Nice snug kick to the head of Zoe from um, Indy. Starks does a really cool springboard flip with a twist thingy. I really like that move. Got to give that a thumbs up. Zoe getting angry. She's ripping apart the announce table. Nikita Lyons is trying to convince her to finish it in the ring. Starks agrees. She loses focus. Indy takes control. Nails the elbow to the back of the head for the W. And I would call that a pretty big upset right there. Pretty good match. It was uh, a, a bit more stiff than I was expecting. I liked uh, Zoe losing her temper, adding a little bit of tension between the team of her and Nikita Lyons. We'll see if that's going to end up being like their breaking point that um, Zoe keeps getting too frustrated, lacks focus, and then maybe we'll see Nikita Lyons and her getting into a feud at some point. Maybe not, not in the not in the near future, but maybe in a few months. We'll see where that goes. I enjoyed the match. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Next up, you got a singles match with my baby, my girl, my boo, Cora Jade versus Valentina Froyce. I am I am shocked I remember how to say her name like that. It's spelled like Faraz, but I remembered that they said it Froyce, but okay. Anyway, good for me. Thank, good job, me. Cora talking trash while she's whooping Valentina. I love that, man. I love when, when heels are talking trash while they're kicking some ass. That's some good stuff. Gotta give that a thumbs up. DDT from Jade, and it's over. 
Cora putting a whooping down on poor Valentina. Pretty feisty match. Um, good performance from Valentina. I'm, I, I like her. I don't see her very often, but I like her. She's a little feisty little thing. Cora looking... Uh, looking to deal out some more punishment with her kendo stick, but Wendy Chu runs down for the save. I, I, I'd i like that. I'd like a Korra-Wendy Chu program. That would be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, Wendy Chu is one of the more, definitely has one of the more interesting gimmicks going for her right now. She definitely could use a new theme song. I hate her theme song or entrance music, whatever. Uh, not, not a fan of it, but when it comes to Wendy Chu versus Cora Jade, I'm going Cora Jade all day, every day, because she's the fucking best. Next up, you got Tony D and Stax. They are talking backstage. They are greeted by Electra Lopez. Uh, she says she is dangerous. Tony D believes this. She should join up with the family. I mean, that, that's a little tease right there. They could definitely use a member or two in the family since they lost one. The family just being Tony D and Stax. That's not enough dudes, man. We need some more dudes in there. Let's get Electra Lopez in there. Let's do it. Now it is main event time. We got a tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Wesley and Braun Breaker versus Pretty Deadly. Get a nice standing moonsault from Braun Breaker. Then he gets some crazy speed off the ropes. Absolutely blast Prince Prince with a clothesline. Wow, that was that was quite impressive, Braun. Good good job. Gonna give that a thumbs up. Pretty deadly take over uh, with some nice tag team offense. Lee gets the tag to Breaker. He goes absolutely banana, nailing a dual suplex on Pretty Deadly. Then Carmelo Hayes runs down. He knocks Wesley off the ropes. Pretty Deadly take advantage. They roll up Wesley and Pretty Deadly retain their titles. Wow. Uh, Wesley dives out onto Hayes. Braun in the ring is beheaded by Von Wagner with a big old boot. Uh, very solid match. Good chemistry from Breaker and Lee. Braun was an absolute wrecking ball out there tonight. Good job from him. Paulo Cruz watching backstage. He is met by pretty, or, uh, by JD McDonough. He says it's going to be hard for him to obtain that title from Breaker alone. Ooh, okay. JD McDonough, you little snake, you. So is Apollo Cruz? Are we are we teasing maybe Apollo Cruz going heel? I can't. Re I don't really see the potential of Apollo Cruz being heel. He just doesn't come off as a heel type guy for me. Uh, but JD McDonough is he trying to sneak his way back into another title shot here? I would love that. I would love to see. I want JD McDonough as champion so fucking bad, man. I love JD McDonough. Anyway, the show is done. I thought it was an, a solid NXT this week. The opener with Pretty Deadly Braun Breaker and our truth with at was absolutely hilarious. I am just about as devastated, though, as Booker T that R-Truth got injured. That really sucks. I'm not going to take away from the show for that. Mistakes, you know, injuries happen. It's it's part of the business. NXT continues to progress, uh, progress characters. They are coming along. Uh, I'm really enjoying a lot of the characters right now. I mean, Zoe Starks, Nikita Lyons, really good. JD McDonough, one of my favorite wrestlers in the business right now. Braun Bra Breaker is doing well. Wesley is taking an extra step. So Triple H is doing a really good job of making these characters likable, developing some stuff with them. I like where it's going. It's it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I like the show this week. Going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Pretty decent show right there, NXT. I liked it. Okay. Let's get to AEW. They were in Baltimore this week. They were kicking off with a singles match. Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal again. Nope. I have no problems with that. Two great wrestlers have great chemistry. Let's watch it again. Darby jumps Lethal on the ramp before the bell. 
Match begins. Singh and Dutt come out, cause a distraction. Lethal takes over. Darby takes a nasty German suplex on the apron. That just always looks painful. Darby counters the lethal injection into a sleeper hold. Darby tries to dive into Singh, and he just bounces off of the 7'4 mountain. That made me bust out laughing. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Dutt and Singh get ejected. Um, a person dressed as Sting attacks Darby. Lethal injection, and Lethal gets the W. Solid match. It was pretty short, but I liked it. It was, it was short, but sweet. Who is the Sting? Well, it's Kolkata from the factory. Boo! This summons the real Sting with a guitar. What the hell? That ain't right. I smell shit. It's Jeff Jarrett. Oh no, J-E-double-F-J-A-R-E-double-T. He blasts Darby with the guitar. Mercy, what a fucking shot to the head. Darby is bleeding quite a bit out of his head. He goes classic Jeff heel on the crowd, talking about talking trash to the crowd and gloating about his family legacy. Boo, Jeff Jarrett, you suck. Well, honestly, I'm a little bit shocked that Jeff Jarrett is in AEW right now. That's fucking crazy. Whose wife is he going to steal this time, eh? Kurt Angle's not here, so can't steal his wife. So who's, whose wife are you going to steal this time, Jeff? Huh? 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 Who's it going to be? Anyway, good opener to uh, to the show. Uh, that was a pretty good, a pretty big surprise right there. And wow, what a guitar shot! Holy fuck, that was a blast. Now we move on to a, a John Moxley promo. He's talking about Lee Moriarty. It's a classic Mox promo. Good stuff as always. Now we got the match. Singles match: John Moxley versus Lee Moriarty. Moriarty is out there with Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page. Mox and Lee exchanging some leg kicks. Lee hits a nice springboard clothesline. Lee lays in the Moxley-style stomps. Mox gets fired up by that. He nails the King Kong lariat and some stomps of his own. Moriarty with a German suplex. Nice counters into a Motor City stretch. I Very nice. Good to give that a thumbs up. Mox fights out, locks in the arm lock, and Moriarty has to tap out. Good match, man. Moriarty held his own against Moxley. He's very good in the ring, I just have to say. And it was a technical and stiff brawl. 7 out of 10. After the match, Ethan Page attacks Mox Moxley. Boo earns. After that, Soraya is interviewed by Renee. They talk about uh, why she was pulled into AEW. Obviously, she was intrigued by the growth of the company. And she wanted a slice of that action, y'all. They discuss a return to the ring. Soraya says she has one more doctor she'd like to see. She is referring to Britt Baker. Oh, baby. God, I would love to see that match. Britt Baker versus Soraya. That would be incredible. Uh, we just, I still don't, I have no idea if Soraya is clear to fight in the ring. I have no idea. But if she can get back in the ring, that would be absolutely amazing. I missed uh, Soraya Page in WWE. Was not watching wrestling at that time, so I don't really know. I I don't I I know of Page. I know what she's done. I just haven't seen it personally. So I personally am very excited to see what all the hype is about behind Soraya Page. I've heard about it. I just need to see it to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. After that, we got the acclaimed and Daddy Ass. It is time to celebrate the birthday of Daddy Ass. We got a good rap from Caster as always. Crowd is fired up. Oh, scissor me daddy. Chance from the crowd. Makes me laugh. Giving it a thumbs up. 
Poor Daddy Ass cannot scissor on his birthday because his hands were brutally attacked. Boo! But that's okay. The acclaimed have him covered. They have brand new scissor fingers. Oh my god, get me a pair of those immediately. AEW stands for Acclaimed Every Wednesday. Love it. That is awesome. Good good stuff right there. Thumbs up for that. Caster borrows a big old pair of scissors from a young fan in the crowd and gives it to Daddy Ass. Aw, that's great stuff. They also give him a world's greatest daddy trophy. Aw, oh my god, this is so sweet. Thumbs up. Bowens with a nice chirp about Daddy Ass not making it to the DX reunion show a few weeks ago. That was hilarious. Bowens has a uh, an official document for adoption. Holy shit, dude. The Sultan of Scissor has already signed. <laughs> they just need Daddy Ass to sign, but it's interrupted by the real sons of Daddy Ass. Boo! The guns are devastated. They weren't invited to their own dad's birthday party. That's pretty goddamn funny. They did bring a gift, though. It's the firm, and they whoop the acclaim and daddy asses ass another booers. FTR come out for the save. The firm run off like a bunch of chickens. FTR grabs the tag titles, the ones they don't own. They give them back to the acclaimed, but they are on the hunt for those titles. So, excellent segment right there. Extremely funny. The scissor thing is is the funniest thing in wrestling right now without question double thumbs up for that and i would really really look forward to uh, excuse me an ftr versus the acclaimed that would be a great match uh, excuse me goodness gracious i don't know why i'm so burpy man all i've had is water and an apple why am i so gassy anyway moving on now we got an open challenge for the ring of honor world championship um Oh, sorry. Open challenge for any uh, Ring of Honor, previous Ring of Honor champion, uh, Chris Jericho, calling out anyone in the back. And guess who comes out? It's Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Oh my God. Oh shit. Another little bit of a surprise right there. Welcome back, Chance, for Cabana. As, of course, um, if you don't know who Colt Cabana is, he's. Um, Ring of Honor legend. He's a very well-liked, uh, very popular indie wrestler. He made a quick pit stop in there at NXT in the WWE for a minute. Never really got anywhere with it. He was just fun to be there. Uh, I'm a fan of Colt Cabana. I think he's, he's very entertaining, that's for sure. Chris and Colt shake hands, and it is on. Cabana going for the Chicago skyline, but Chris fights out. They spill to the outside. We get a nice-looking middle rope splash from Boom Boom. Jericho with a three stooge level eye poke. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That was that was funny. Always, I love the three stooges. So you do anything that any even slightly reminds me of of the three stooges, I'm gonna giggle about it. We get the Superman pin from Cabana, but it is broken up by Jake Haggard. He eats a lovely springboard moonsault from Colt. Jericho takes advantage of the distraction, and Jericho retains his Ring of Honor championship. Good match. Cabana was a lot of fun to watch in the ring again. It's It's been a while since I've seen him in the ring. Uh, enjoyed the match. Too bad all the shenanigans were going on on the outside. Could have been a better match overall. Still liked it, though. 7 out of 10. 
After the match, Jericho Appreciation Society attacked the Ring of Honor commentator, and that causes all hell to open up in the arena. Oh my goodness, hell was broken open in Baltimore. Blackpool Fight Club come out for the save, fighting all over the place. My, my. After that, we get Death Triangle. They are being interviewed. Ray Phoenix will have a shot tonight in a triple threat match for the All-Atlantic Championship and to become a chance to become a double champion because he already holds the, um, the Trios Tag Team Championship. Uh, his partner, Pac, offers help by gifting Ray his hammer thingy to use to win the title. Don't you don't use it, Ray Phoenix. You don't need it. Moving on to the match, we got the triple threat match now for the All Atlantic Championship. We got Luchasaurus with Christian Cage versus Ray Phoenix with Alex. Don't know his last name. Just gonna call him Alex. Versus Orange Cassidy, the champion. Orange carries his title around in a backpack. Cannot say I've ever seen anybody do that, but it is perfectly Orange Cassidy. Uh, the insanely stiff orange kicks from orange. Uh, the insanely stiff kicks from Orange Cassidy on Ray Phoenix. If you know, you know. I am giggling at this point. Orange hits an outrageous spinning DDT on Ray Phoenix. Oh my god! I had to rewatch that a couple times. Outrageous DDT right there. Thumbs up for that. Luchasaurus chokeslams Phoenix through a table with his left hand. So that that was pretty impressive. Thumbs up. Luchasaurus is about to commit murder on Phoenix, but Jungle Boy smacks Luchasaurus with a chair, then throws himself at Lucha. They go crashing off the stage through a bunch of tables. Holy shit! Thumbs up. Pac gives Ray the hammer, but he tosses it away. Hell yeah, Ray, you're better than that. Ray and Orange go at it, trading roll-up pins and near falls. Orange hits the orange punch, and he retains the title. Very good match right there. Three extremely talented competitors in the ring. Absolutely putting on a show. I had a great time with it. Seven and a half out of ten. I could have I could have gone for another five minutes, honestly, but I still really like that. Uh, then Shibata shows up from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, honestly, can't say I'm too familiar with him. I know the name, but I can't say I've watched a whole bunch of his matches. I've maybe seen like two or three. Um, but he appears to be a very popular New Japan Pro Wrestling superstar. He and Orange sign a contract really quick for a rematch at Rampage. So that should be an awesome match. I'm into it. Swerve and Rick Ross hanging out backstage. Keith Lee comes in hot. He's asking questions about the hell Swerve was doing last week. Kidnapping people. Ross says don't worry about it. It was a pretty funny segment. Moving on, got a singles match. Marina Shafir versus Jade Cargill with one of the baddies. Oh no. We hear the horrific screeches of Vicky Guerrero filling up my eardrums and every poor soul in the arena having to hear this. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, just terrible. Vicky and Nyla still with uh, Jade's TBS title. They're talking all throughout the match. Double thumbs down for that. I hated it. Jade beating down Marina, or Marina, is that her name, Marina? I don't care. Uh, not giving a shit about Nyla or Vicky talking shit to her. Jade hits the big kick and hits Jaded for the W. Squash match with the awful screaming of Vicky on top of it. I hated this. Double thumbs down. Not good at all. Next, you got a weird video of Julia Hart burying Brody King and Malachi Black. Um, 
Okay, interesting. Um, is Malachi coming back? I thought I thought he was gone. I thought he was released. I thought he um, demanded his release from the company. But um, oh well, interesting video. I'm I'm quite intrigued to see where that's going. Is Malachi Black coming back? Is is Brody K is Brody King gone? Is he coming back? Because I love me some Brody King. I would love for him to come back as soon as possible, please. Moving on now to the main event. We got a singles match. Brian Cage with Prince Nana versus Samoa Joe. Lots of big heavyweight strikes from both men. Prince distracts Joe on the outside, allowing Brian Cage to take over the match. Rest holds. Some strikes. Rest holds. Some strikes. There's a commercial break. Some more rest holding. Some more strikes. And even more rest holding. Uh, rest holds some strikes. Yep, said it. Uh... Uh, the, the 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 commercial break ends and Cage goes luchador does a crazy flipping dive to Joe that's a thumbs up Cage with a huge pump handle slam thing on Joe and then an angle slam I mean whoa where where was all this earlier in the match what the hell thumbs up for that as well Joe counters into the into the coquina clutch out of absolutely nowhere Cage is out and Joe wins the match pretty solid uh, okay match Joe definitely doesn't have the gas tank anymore lots of slow strikes and rest holds plague his matches lately uh joe did get in some classic offense uh but cage did a lot of the heavy lifting uh during the match lots of outrageous things he should not be able to do at his size flips and just just outrageous i mean brian cage is just absolutely crazy man he's insane after that, we get Gates of Agony attack Joe after the match. Wardlow comes out for the save, and then Powerhouse Hobbs attacks Hardlow, Hardlow, Wardlow, and then the show ends. So, looks like they're still teasing Powerhouse Hobbs to go up against Wardlow for the title. That would be a, a, a pretty good Hoss fight, I would imagine. Uh, solid Dynamite this week. Def's definitely giving it a deduction for for the appearance of vicky guerrero consistently week after week i fucking hate it get rid of her uh i know she's the wife of late great eddie guerrero but that doesn't mean that you just get to come out and ruin the show week after week go away a couple good uh matches thrown in there triple threat was a lot of fun the acclaimed are one of the best things in wrestling right now i absolutely adore the acclaimed and it looks like the wrestling uh community as a whole are absolutely loving the acclaimed they gotta be one of the most over acts in the in in all of wrestling right now they're just on fire and I'm, I'm honestly a little curious to see what's going on with Malachi and Brody King. It was to my understanding that Mal Malachi was released from AEW. But if anyone knows what's going on there, I, I would love to, to know what's going on. I, I enjoyed the show, but seriously, no more Vicky Guerrero. Let's get this fucking Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose match over. Or can we have the baddies maybe attack Vicky and just send her home so we don't have to deal with her anymore? Because... She's the worst. She's the worst. It's not entertaining in the slightest. It's just bad to hear a woman screech like that and screaming at the top of her lungs. It's just, it's bad, dude. Like I, like I, I, I know the difference between a, 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 a entertaining, annoying person or just a flat out annoying person. And Vicky Guerrero falls into the just flat out annoying. It's not entertaining. She, it just just enough okay seriously six and a half out of ten for aew dynamite this week could have been better but not one of their best shows again you can get you can do a lot better without vicky guerrero i'm just gonna throw that one out there 
Okay, and moving on to SmackDown. I did not get the location where they were at. Uh, starting off with a no-DQ match, Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville. Oh my goodness. They fight over a kendo stick for a little bit. Liv goes for a table, but Sonya intercepts and puts the table back under the ring. That, that was good. That made me laugh. The crowd hated it, but that was funny. Crowd demands tables, so Liv gives the people what they want. They fight on the apron. Sonya tries to German suplex Liv through the table. Liv holds on until she just, like, <clears throat> excuse me, has, like, a creepy, weird, crazy smile, and she just throws herself along with Sonya off into the table. They both go crashing through it. That was a really cool little spot right there. Thumbs up for that. Sonya throws a solid nine chairs, I counted, it was nine chairs, into the ring. Sonya nails Liv with a big ol' power bomb on a pile of chairs. That was nice, thumbs up for that. Then, uh, this is awesome, uh, this is awesome chance from the crowd. Liv fights back, hits Oblivion into the chairs for the W. Um, never thought I'd say this, but, uh, that was, that was a good match by Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville. Uh, this new hardcore Liv Morgan is fantastic, man. Where where the hell has this been? Um, I saw none of this in uh, during her SmackDown Women's Title reign. I mean, holy moly, she was just like a lifeless zombie the whole time she was. I was it was crazy. It's so weird how all of a sudden like Extreme Rules just woke her up all of a sudden. So that, I'm gonna give her credit, man. Now that she's doing better, I'm gonna give her the credit for it. And um, yeah. Morgan is thriving in a hardcore environment. She looks like she's having a lot of fun again, too, in the ring. So that's really good to see, and I like the match. 7 out of 10. Get a Viking Raiders video thing. Uh, what what are we waiting for with these guys? Like, they, they're they pretty well known. It's not like they're new or anything. They've been around in the WWE for, like, I don't know. It has to be, like, four years now. They've been around. So, like, what, what are we waiting for here? Um, <clears throat> moving on, you got a singles match. Ricochet and LA Knight, they were getting into it uh, last week, and now they're going to have a match about it. LA Knight comes out, he's chirping Ricochet and the ring announcer. <laughs> Ricochet is hurt enough, he dives onto LA Knight on the outside. Springboard moonsault from LA Knight, but Ricochet avoids it, dang. Standing shooting star press from Ricochet, that's just straight up pretty ridiculous right there. The commentators were saying how that's like one of the hardest moves you can pull off, so uh, yeah, I just had to shout that one out. LA Knight reverses a roll-up attempt into one of his own. He grabs onto the tights and steals the victory. Solid match from both men. They're both uh, both very athletic. Uh, Ricochet, obviously, uh, a little bit more athletic, but uh, LA Knight showing off his athleticism as well. And also looks like he's uh, tightened up a little bit. His abs were rippling tonight, more so than I think I've ever seen. I was turned on. Anyway... Moving on, uh, Bloodline is backstage. They are talking game plan, but Sammy is talking too much. This upsets Jay, as always. But even Jimmy agrees with Jay this week, and uh, Sammy running his mouth maybe a little too much. Oh my goodness, Sammy getting uh, getting into it uh, with the with the Usos this week. Okay, interesting. We'll see where that one goes. Now we got a Bray Wyatt promo backstage. Bray is upset. He got cut off last week. Then he immediately gets cut off by some production guy. So Bray goes off on a huge rant on the poor guy, demands an apology. 
Bray tells him to leave, and he just tries to calm down. So, uh, yeah, the cracks are starting to show here, and Bray Wyatt, he's starting to lose his cool. I, I like the promo segment. It was pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, we're starting to see a little bit of development here with uh, the Bray Wyatt character. So, I'm getting into it. Let's see where it goes. The Usos are in the ring now. Uh, Usi chants from the crowd make them giggle just a little bit, and that made me giggle, so that's good stuff. They are only eight days away from beating the New Day's record as longest reigning tag team champions, I believe, of all time, like of, of all WWE, so that's pretty, that's pretty big. New Day come out, they admit that they are cheering for the Brawling Brutes to beat the, the, the Usos on uh, Saturday. If Brutes don't get it done, New Day say they will be waiting for them when they get back home. So, oh fuck yeah, that, I'm I'm down with another Usos versus the the New Day. That that those are always good matches. But I'm um, I'm also a little bit on the brawling Brutes side. I don't think they're gonna get it done. We'll talk about it a little later here. But um, yeah, that would be nice. <clears throat> Brawling Brutes jump the Usos from behind. New Day decide to join in on the fun. Solo and Sami Zayn run down for the save. They beat down the Brutes and the New Day. Butch runs back in with a shillelagh. He gets a couple shots in and then he's overwhelmed and gets beaten down a little bit more. Uh, could be a show-stealing match at Crown Jewel. The Usos versus Brawling Brutes, man. Look, keep your eye out on that one if you're watching Crown Jewel. I think that could be a really good match. Now you got Shayna Baszler. She is out there with Ronda Rousey. Oh my. Uh, she's going up against Natalia. Shayna does her nasty arm stomp, stomping thing to Natalia. Looks gross. Shayna, uh, Shayna, Shayna. Shayna locks in the Carafuda clutch. Natalia passes out. And Shayna collects a W. Uh, Shayna lays in a real stiff knee to Natalia's face. So stiff, in fact, she busts open Natalia's knee, uh, knee, her knee, her nose the hard way. She's bleeding pretty good. They grab her a towel, and uh, I honestly feel a little bit bad for Natalia. That was a, I was asking for her to get her ass kicked, but that was a little bit stiff. But hey, a little bit of blood goes a long way, and I think that uh, makes Shayna look. A uh, lot more tough, and that's what they're going for right now, so that was a good little touch. Uh, good job, Natalia, for selling possibly a broken nose right there for for, for Shayna. That's, uh, that's nice of you. Uh, nice to see the old Shayna Baszler back, just kicking ass, apparently breaking noses. And pairing her with Ronda Rousey is just a natural fit, fit man. Um, they're friends, they were both in MMA together, so yeah, I, I like the pairing, I dig it. Match was mostly just an ass-kicking, but exactly what Shayna Baszler needed character-wise, so the good stuff right there. Oh god, here he comes. MVP is in the ring. Please. No, almost. Please. I just can't. He brings out five jobbers. Instead, I'll, ta I'll take it. I'll take it over almost. Just please. Then Braun Strowman comes out. He bulldozes all, bulldozes all five of the jobbers. They are all just Dunyan rings. They're done. Braun chases MVP around the ring. He finally catches up to him, and the beatdown is is on uh, throwing poor MVP around not one not two but three big power slams to poor MVP he's already dead just uh, uh, no almost so uh, a fun segment just Braun Destro uh, demolishing everything in his sight I liked it so thumbs up no almost great stuff Imperium are, is backstage. Gunther trash-talking Rey Mysterio says, No wonder his family or his son left him. That got that made me laugh. <laughs> so that's, that was pretty good. Lega the, after that, we got Legato de Falta uh, 
Del Day Day Fetasma, whatever Legato. Uh, they got a promo going on. Selena and Escobar calling out Shinsuke Nakamura. Another cameo there from the bedazzled red PlayStation controller. Can I have it? I will ask politely one more time. If I see it again, I'm stealing it. It's main event time. We got a singles match for the Intercontinental Championship. Rey Mysterio versus Gunter. He is out there with Imperium. Uh, this one starts out with a big fight feel, man. You know, crowd is buzzing, and uh, I'm digging it, so let's get into this one. Gunther just dominating out of the gates, hits a gnarly powerbomb on the apron. Ray starts to, starts to have a comeback with the springboard bulldog. He sets Gunter up for the 619, and he hits it. Oh my goodness. Ray takes too long, though, on the ropes. Gunter throws him off, then Gunther takes too long on the ropes. What the fuck's going on here, guys? And then Ray turns a top rope powerbomb into a hurricanrana freaking mid-flight. That was banana. Thumbs up for that. Ray gets a super near fall off the Sunset Powerbomb. Crowd is loving it. This is awesome chance from them. Gunter takes Ray's head off and then a Powerbomb. Mysterio kicks out. Oh my god. That was I I thought he was done there, but a big kick out. What a what an animal Mysterio is. Goodness gracious. Ray goes for the 619. Gunter counters, hits a brutal but uh, a brutal boot. Brutal butt, brutal boot to the skull, then takes his head clean off with a massive clothesline. Gunter retains the title. Uh, absolutely classic Mysterio versus Big Man, cat and mouse fight. Dug the shit out of it. It was so good. Ray Ray's comeback was fantastic, and the brutality from Gunter was fantastic. And I feel like he honestly held back a little bit on the legend. I feel like he could have slapped that freaking chest a little bit harder tonight, but I still dug the match. Very good stuff. Seven and a half out of ten. Good go home SmackDown this week. I'm going to cut them a little bit of slack, considering they have a lot of the roster probably traveling to Saudi Arabia, so... Going to give him a little bit of slack, even though I felt like it was a fine show. Uh, can't wait to get uh, the Braun Strowman versus Almost stuff over and done with. Let's just hopefully, hopefully it's done. Hopefully they do this one match. They realize it's garbage and we're, we're done with it. Uh, the opening and end matches to uh, SmackDown were good. Surprising rebound here for Liv Morgan. She is building some momentum with the new gimmick last few weeks, and I'm enjoying it so much more than her SmackDown Women's Championship run. So I'm happy with Liv Morgan right now. It's not that I hated her. I just hated what they were doing with her and her SmackDown run, uh, Women's Championship run. But uh, so far, so good with what they're doing with her right now. She is just keep giving her tables and crashing through it. It's good stuff. So SmackDown was fun this week. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. I liked it. Okay, let's go into Friday Night Rampage. So, starting off the show, we got Iron Mike Tyson is here. Are you kidding me? Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't, I'm can't. i so happy to be here on AEW. Thank you. I don't know if that's Mike Tyson or the water boy from Adam Sandler. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Let's move on. Iron Mike Tyson is fucking here. Let's go. He's joining the commentary team, so let's get into it. The All-Atlantic Championship match, Shibata versus Orange Cat. Cassidy, oh my goodness. Both men mocking each other with their gimmicks, you know, um, Shibata mocking the Orange Cassidy kicks, and then later on Orange uh, mocking Shibata's uh, taunt, uh, his his sitting stance, whatever, whatever. It was freaking hilarious, thumbs up. Orange gives him the Orange strikes, and Shibata's 
Shibata's freaking face taking those strikes was so freaking funny. Um, he feeds Orange with a real nice stiff shot to the face. There you go. How you doing? Orange with the penalty kicks, but Shibata just no-selling them like an absolute beast. And Orange was not holding back on those kicks. I mean, maybe a little bit, but he was there were he was laying them in there real thick. Orange having to hit multiple orange punches to get the W. Uh, good, fun match, man. Shibata is an absolute beast. Uh, like I said, I don't know much. I uh, haven't seen a whole lot of Shibata, but I enjoyed him here tonight. He was very, very entertaining. He wasn't afraid to have some fun with Orange Cassidy as well. And orange ma matches, of course, they're always so entertaining. Good opener for Rampage, giving it a 7 out of 10. Mike Tyson is done for the night on commentary. Love him, but uh, not the best commentator. He wasn't, he didn't have to say, he didn't say very much and didn't really have much to say. So yeah, that's just kind of going to leave it at that. Next up, you got a tag team match. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, my girl, versus Sky Blue and my not girl, Madison Rain. Hater doing all the heavy lifting in this one. Hater and Blue having a pretty good back and forth match. I would have just taken uh, Jamie Hater versus Sky Blue. That would have been way better. Rain eats the lariat from Hater for the W. Hater and Blue look good in this one. Solid match. Uh, Hater, or, um, uh, what's her name? Britt Baker, goodness gracious. And Rain didn't really notice them at all. I don't even know if they got in there, honestly. <laughs> After the match, Tony runs down. She decks uh, Rebel on the way down, and Britt also as well. She is down for a moment. Then her and Hater, they're throwing bombs in the ring. Hell yeah, that's some good shit right there. Britt blindsides Tony with the belt, and Hater stands tall, holding the championship. Oh baby, maybe I would. I I'm I yes, please, please give me that. I want Jamie Hater as the champion. Mm, so good. Tony Schiavone backstage with Chris Jericho. He asks if he would please stop attacking commentators. Chris says, maybe. Okay, moving on. Tony Stark's in the ring with a microphone. The people have been asking for Ricky, so. Here he is. He gives us the pose. That makes me giggle, so I'm just going to give that a little thumbs up right there because I love me some Ricky Stocks. He's entering the Eliminator Tournament for a shot at the AEW Championship. Good promo from Ricky, but can he win the tournament? I don't. I haven't seen who's all in the tournament, but I think Ricky is going in there as probably one of the favorites, so go Ricky. Sounds like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. We got a tag match. War Joe, Wardlow, and Samoa Joe versus Gates of Agony with King Nana. Classic corner leaping kick from Samoa Joe. He still got it, baby. Gates of Agony working down Samoa Joe until Wardlow enters the match. He takes over and delivers a symphony of power bombs for the W. An okay big Hoss match. Lots of big strikes. Pretty slow classic Hoss stuff. Nothing, nothing too good. Not bad, but definitely not not good. Uh, after Powerhouse Hobbs on the stage has a mean mug off with Wardlow, but I'd say I'd give the mean mug award to Hobbs. He's just he's worked so hard on that mean mug of his. Oh my goodness! And that is the end of the show. Uh, classic fast-paced rampage. All right, show overall. Opening match was good. Like to see more talent from New Japan come over. That would be really key. I am excited for Jamie Hayter. Uh, she's got an opportunity to win the championship. I hope she can pull it off. Um, 
that would be super cool. Even if it takes some help from Britt Baker, man, um, I'm, I'll take it. No offense to Tony Storm. I think she's awesome. I just, I, I really, really dig Jamie Hayter, man. And I just want, I want them to get into it. Uh, Jamie Hayter versus Britt Baker. Get that split happening. Uh, maybe if Jamie Hayter wins the championship, Britt Baker kind of maybe gets in there a little bit. They start the, you know, start drilling uh, a wedge in between these two. Maybe the jealousy comes in. I think that would be phenomenal. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll talk about predictions, uh, uh, well, for that show a little later. Well, not this week. Next week, I think. Next week, I think so. Uh, Hobbs versus Wardlow could be really good or just meh. It's hard to say. Uh, I hope they go all out, though. But honestly, I think the money is in Brian Cage. You put Brian Cage back in there with Wardlow. That is just some incredible stuff. But not counting out Powerhouse just yet. But when they get in that ring, I hope they go all out. If not, I think they should go back to Brian Cage or start using Brian Cage more because that guy just fucking blows my mind. He's insane. Anyway, I'm going to give the show a 6 out of 10. Pretty good, but not super good. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let's get into everybody's favorite segment of the week, and then we'll do predictions for Crown Jewel. Three stars of the week. So let's do some shout-outs before we get into the three stars. The Trick or Treat. Uh, the Trick or Street fight, Otis versus Riddle, and especially the Chippendales costume that Alpha Academy were wearing on Raw this week were fucking phenomenal, so I have to give that a shout-out. Match was also pretty decent as well. Uh, that Daddy Ass's birthday celebration on Dynamite, it's not a match, but it was one of the funniest, had to have been the funniest segment uh, I saw this week, so scissor me, Daddy. Oh, scissor me. Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville was uh, quite entertaining, the no-DQ match. Uh, again, I, I have to give Liv Morgan a shout-out, man. Uh, she's doing good right now. She's got the momentum going, so let's just keep it going. Keep her doing whatever the fuck she's got going. Just let her go crazy with weapons every week. I don't care. Bring back the hardcore championship. Maybe make um, her the 24-7 champion, but make her turn it into a hardcore championship a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that would be fun. Um, and then Gunther versus Rey Mysterio for the Intercontinental Championship on SmackDown was also quite entertaining, but it did not make the cut for the three stars this week, so who did? Third star this week goes to... Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw. Really enjoyable match. I think Austin Theory maybe gets a little bit shit on uh, too much. I think he's a really good wrestler in the ring, and I think he's awesome on the mic. I think he is quite possibly the next Randy Orton of the business. Uh, you can you can stamp that one, and you can call it a hot, horrible take or a cold take, whatever it is. But I really enjoy Austin Theory, and the match this week with, uh, with Seth Rollins was really good. Seth Rollins can have a good match with a broomstick, just like... Like Shawn Michaels can, but I think Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins, you can give me that uh, for a few more weeks. Give them a program. I'll be into it. Second star this week goes to Luchasaurus versus Ray Phoenix versus Orange Cassidy. Triple threat match for the All-Atlantic Championship on Dynamite. Really enjoyed these three. I knew they were going to tear it down. Honestly, felt like there was. I, I felt like I was expecting maybe a, a higher rated match. I knew it was it was guaranteed to be good. They did not let me down on that. But I was kind of, you know, deep down in there, I was like, ooh, this could be like an eight and a half. This could be really crazy. Maybe match of the year candidate. But no, it was just, it was a good match though. Check it out. Good stuff. Luchasaurus, ridiculous. 
Ray Phoenix, quite possibly the greatest high flyer of all time, and Orange Cassidy, quite possibly the most entertaining guy I've seen in the ring of all time. He is just... Oh my goodness, Orange Cassidy, if you don't know who this guy is, you gotta check him out, dude. And the first star of the week, the most prized uh, treasure that every wrestler in the world would love to have, the coveted GX WrestleCast, first star of the week goes to... Io Sky and Dakota Kai versus Alexa Bliss and Asuka for the Raw Women's Tag Team Championship, or I don't know if it's just the Women's Tag Team Championship, but it was on Raw. It was a really good match. I really enjoyed it, especially the Io versus Asuka parts. Man, just give me that match. I, if they've, I, I know they fought before, but I want more of it. The crowd clearly wants more of it. They go crazy every single time these two meet in the ring, and they keep meeting in tag team matches, and they keep teasing the singles match. So give the people what they want. Let's get those two in a freaking let's go. Let's just do this shit. But uh, I really enjoyed the match. One of the better matches I've seen from Alexa Bliss in a while. Looks like she's starting to turn up the heat a little bit, so that's really key. Okay, so before we end the episode this week, let's do a quick predictions for Crown Jewel before the show begins because it starts at, like, noon. I won't be watching it until later on in the night uh, after the Leaf game, more than likely, so I'm not going to be looking up any spoilers and I haven't seen anything yet, so my predictions are legit, so if I get everything right, I am I am just fantastic. I know I am not a genie. I cannot grant you any wishes. I, do, I don't have any magical powers other than being able to predict wrestling matches. Alright, let's get into it. Apparently there are eight matches booked for the show. Alexa Bliss and Asuka coming in as the champs. Uh, rematch versus Damage Control, Dakota Kai and Io Sky for the Tag Team uh, Women's Tag Team Championships. There you go. I just had a slight stroke there. Uh, with this one, I'm going to have to go with Bliss and Asuka because they just won it, and I don't like... Uh, I don't think Triple H would want to do that and have the title swapping that quickly, so I'm just going to go with the, with, the, with the easy pick here and go with Alexa Bliss and Asuka to go... Uh, retain their championships because they just got them. The Usos, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso versus the Brawling Brutes. This is for the tag team, uh, undisputed WWE tag team championships. I am going to go with the Usos and, uh, yeah, just the Usos. I think the Brawling Brutes are going to uh, go all out. I think it's quite possibly going to be the best match on the card. I'm looking at the card right now. Honestly, I think this is going to be the match of the card. If not, it's going to be the rematch between Alexa Bliss and Damage Control Asuka. That could be really good again as well because I gave them the first star this week. So it, I, I, I think their rematch could be even better. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Usos on this one. I'm rooting for the Brawling Brutes, but I just think the Usos are going to get it done. Bianca Belair versus Bailey, last women's standing match for the WWE Women's Raw Championship. I am going for. Ooh, this is a real tough one. This is a pickle. This is a pickle right here. What are we gonna do? Hmm, that's tough. That's tough. I. Ooh, are they gonna pull the trigger on Bailey? I don't know. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with my girl Bianca Belair. I don't. Ooh, last woman. Last woman. But they got. She's got the backup of Bliss and 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 all that. So I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair to win the last woman standing match. But I would not be surprised if Bailey gets the win on that one. So there's that. Braun Strowman versus Almost. Oh my. Oh god. This is gonna be the worst match ever. Going with Braun Strowman on this one. If Almost wins, I'm gonna throw up. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. They're in a steel cage match. I am going to go with... 
Hmm. I don't know if I said earlier in this episode, I can't recall if I said something about Karrion Cross getting released. I, I can't confirm that. Uh, we looked, my wife and I looked into that. I don't, I haven't heard anything about that. So as far as I know, Karrion Cross is still here. I, I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Uh, but if I did, Karrion Cross, as far as I know, is still a member of the WWE. So with that in mind, I think, I don't know, Cross got the win on the last one. Steel Cage, that gives Scarlet less opportunity, but she could still get in there and fuck around. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Fuck it. I think that one's going to be wrong, but I just want Drew. Ma oh, but Karrion Cross, man, if he gets a loss here, that's just that's really going to damage him. But back to back pay per view losses for Drew McIntyre. I don't know. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. Keep the crowd happy. Um, yeah, Drew McIntyre. Let's do it. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Going Brock Lesnar on this one. No offense, Bobby Lashley, but I think in Saudi Arabia they're going to go with the big with the bigger name. They're going to go with Brock Lesnar, so I'm picking him. Uh, but what, again, wouldn't be surprised Bobby Lashley got the win. That should be a pretty solid match. I hope it is. I hope Brock Lesnar puts in the effort, the big effort for uh, Bobby Lashley here, and they just have a fucking all-out brawl. And then you got the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson versus the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Six-man tag team match. I am going to go with the Judgment Day here. They've been hot. They have been toasty. And with Rhea Ripley out there along with the Judgment Day, uh, they're outnumbered. And lately, the while well, starting out, the OC hasn't been that fantastic. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Judgment Day. And then the big one, the big, oh my goodness, I don't know how they're going to pull this one off, but I, I honestly am a little excited just to see how it goes down. Roman Reigns with the bloodline, Paul Heyman, the Usos, and I don't, it doesn't say it doesn't say Sami Zayn's going to be out there, but he more than likely will be anyway. Uh, versus Logan Paul and Jake Paul apparently is going to be there with him. Singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship going Roman Reigns hands down. Don't you even fuck it. I, I hope, I bet they're going to tease it. I feel like Logan Paul is going to come out of the gates. He's going to hit a big punch and get a real close near fall. And then that'll basically be it for like 10 minutes. Roman Reigns is going to dominate. Maybe play with his food a little bit. We'll get another near fall. And then Roman Reigns is going to put him down. It's over. So... I hope that's how it goes down. We'll have it. We'll make it be entertaining because I mean we got to do something with it. Uh, uh, if you, you can't just have a squash match because that's just gonna be a big old poo poo for the end of Saudi Arabia uh, show. So I'm gonna go Roman Reigns all the way, but let's let's try and make it as entertaining as possible, and let's just be done with uh, the 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 Paul stuff, the Logan brothers, all that crap, whatever the fuck they're called. Get it done with and move on. So there you go. There is another episode in the books. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You made it through the whole episode. You're a special kind of human being. Give yourself a pat on the back. Make sure you check out all the uh, the description. There's some links down there you can check out. YouTube channel. New Let's Play started on the YouTube channel. That's up to you to go over there and check out what game it is I'm playing. So go over there and check it out. It's a pretty cool game. You're probably like, oh, shit, that's a random-ass game. And, yeah, it's kind of a random-ass game, but I'm going to go for it. It's a fun one. It's a staple of the channel, so uh, go over there and check it out that's your only hint uh got twitter you can follow me on that and there's an email if you want to email me for any reason you go right on ahead and um yeah make sure you go check out we got the the gx gamer cast coming out this monday and there was the hockey cast of this previous wednesday what is going on with the toronto maple leafs uh is the mostly the topic that we do on that episode uh thankfully they won this week uh, against the philadelphia flyers so thankfully the fires are slightly put out in toronto maple 
Maple Leaf land. But this is not the hockey cast. This is the wrestle cast. And thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I'll check you guys out. Um, uh, in terms of the crown jewel paper, uh, crown jewel pay-per-view, if it's really good and worth talking about, if it's like really, really bad or really good or decent, like good to great, I will more, if there's enough meat on the bone per se, I'll make a episode for it on its own. If not, I'll get, it'll get tossed into next week's review. So go out there make sure you guys check out crown jewel. We'll see how it goes. Is Logan Paul actually going to beat Roman Reigns? I fucking hope not. Or I quit wrestling.